Magneto. You may know that name from the X-Men movies as he was the primary antagonist in it, or you might know him from the video games or the comics. Point is, Magneto is a very popular villain, one of the most popular villains in Marvel Comics. And he's actually one of my favourites, the reason being exactly what his backstory is. The great thing about Magneto is how much his backstory informs his goal, all of his, uh, his goals and aspirations are explained from his backstory. So, what exactly is that backstory? Well, keep listening and I will tell you. The man who would become Magneto, Max Eisenhardt, was born and raised in Nuremberg, Germany by a middle-class Jewish family in the late 1930s. For those who know their history, you'll know what comes next. While attending a local school, he became attracted to a young Romani girl named Magda, the daughter of the school cleaner. Max would do things such as create necklaces and excel in sporting events to gain her attention. While returning from school one day, Max encountered a Nazi rally and found his uncle Eric beaten and wearing a sign saying that he had shamed a German woman as he was Jewish and she was not. Not long after, at a school event, Max won a javelin competition to impress Magda and the following day was accused of cheating, following the belief that a Jewish boy could not exceed his classmates. Max was told to either give up his medal or recreate the throw with a regulation javelin. After winning the competition a second time, Max was again accused of cheating, expelled and beaten by the other children. After travelling with his father Jacob to see Major Scharf, whom he saved in World War I, his father was left waiting for the Major and beaten by a troop of Nazis for making such a trouble in Scharf's office and resisting arrest. After hours of beating, Major Scharf threw Jacob out of his office, stating that they would have killed him and that they were even. As things worsened in Germany, Max's father taught his family, fight back and they'll stomp in your head, but fled to Warsaw, Poland after Reichskristallnacht. There they lived in the Jewish section of Warsaw, where the Nazis built the Warsaw Ghetto in October 1940. His time in the ghetto molded Max into a smuggler of food and supplies. When the Nazis started to deport ghetto inhabitants to Treblinka extermination camp in July 1942, Max and his family escaped from Warsaw. On their way to their hideout, they were captured by Nazi soldiers. As they were about to be executed, Jacob saved Max's life by pushing him out of the firing line without anyone noticing. The corpse and Max were buried in a mass grave. After being found, Max spent his early teens imprisoned at the Wernigtumslager extermination camp in Auschwitz, Poland. In 1944, Max witnessed Mr. Sinister and geneticist Josef Mengele operating at Auschwitz. Max didn't trust him and consequently became a Sonderkommando 
to avoid selection. Cleaning out the furnaces of the crematoria, he discovered the bodies of his friends who had been picked turned into monsters. The only member of his family to survive the Holocaust, Max learned firsthand how brutally human beings could treat those they considered different. While in Auschwitz, Max was reunited with Magda and continued to smuggle food and supplies to her. Max saved Magda from the gas chambers and then from execution. As the Sonderkommando revolted, the two of them escaped together. For several years, Max and Magda lived in a Carpathian mountain village, and eventually they were married. They had a daughter, Anya. Max at this point sought out a forger named Jorg Oderkirk, who was supposed to be among the best, and asked him to create a new identity for him. Oderkirk fabricated the existence of Erik Lenschner, the Sinti Gypsy, so that Max could live more easily among Magda's own people. Max added Magnus as his middle name, and although many knew of his history as a Jewish prisoner, no one knew of his life as Max Eisenhardt. Not satisfied with the simple life of a mountain village, Eric moved his family to the then-Soviet city of Venezia so he could better himself. On their first stay in the city, Magnus consciously used his powers for the first time. Eric magnetically hurled a crowbar at his boss, who was cheating him out of his pay. When he returned to the inn where Magda, Anya, and he were staying, Eric saw that it was on fire and his daughter Anya was trapped in the upper floors. He tried to use his newfound powers to save his daughter, but his boss had called the KGB and they beat up Magnus and held him down, preventing him from rescuing Anya. The child fell, burning to her death in front of her father. Magnus then used his power to destroy the men holding him, the crowd watching, and a large section of the city of Venezia in revenge. Terrified by her husband's powers and overwhelmed by the tragedy, Magda fled, unknowingly pregnant with twins. As Magnus attempted to bury his daughter, more soldiers arrived after hearing what he had done and attacked him. After being shot in the head, Magnus forced the soldiers to turn their own guns on themselves. Eventually, Magnus travelled to Haifa, Israel, possibly under the guise Eric Magnus, Magnus worked there as a volunteer orderly at a psychiatric hospital for Holocaust victims. It was there Eric first met and became friends with Charles Xavier, also known as Professor X. Magnus and Xavier frequently debated the subject of mutants' coexistence with the rest of humanity, though neither revealed to the other that they were mutants. After the two men joined forces to rescue their friend Gabriel Haller from Baron von Strucker and his Hydra agents and revealed their powers to each other, Magnus seized Hydra's Nazi gold and left for parts unknown, realizing his and Xavier's views were incompatible. For some time after, Magnus attempted to stay on the path of righteousness and used his powers to help track Nazi war criminals. However, 
While working for one of the Western intelligence agencies, most likely the CIA, the British, SIS, or MI6, Magnus was also working for Mossad, the Israeli secret service, and instead of turning the Nazis over to his control government after he found them, he was giving them over to Israel for trial. It seems his control knew about Magnus's status as double agent, and let him give the Nazi war criminals to Israel, as long as they were Nazis that the USSR had optioned. When Magnus captured and attempted to give Nazi Hans Richter to Israel, agents from the unnamed Western Intelligence Agency decided to put an end to his activities. They murdered Magnus's girlfriend at the time, Isabel, right in front of his eyes. In a rage, Magnus killed his control and cohorts and vowed from that time on he would be called Magneto. Magneto then began planning his campaign against the human race. Magnus later found himself in Brooklyn, New York under the guise Michael Xavier, where he had learned that mutants were gathering and hiding from humans in plain sight. Magnus asked Cassandra Michaels to create his first uniform, stating that with all of the colourfully costumed heroes and villains walking the earth, it was imperative that he do the same to make a statement. After accompanying Cassandra on a date, they were attacked by an underground monster, and Magnus entertained the idea of becoming a hero, but after feeling Cassandra was ungrateful, realised that his heart lay elsewhere. Years later, Magneto re-emerged in costume and helmet designed to shield him from telepathy. He was determined to conquer the human race, to prevent their oppression of mutants as the self-proclaimed saviour of mutant kind. Magneto had also created an orbital space station, Asteroid M, to use as a base and began to assemble his original Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Although in hindsight, calling them evil mutants seems a bit out of character for him. One of his early recruits, Astra, was simply infatuated with Magneto and could care less about the mutant cause, but she left the group under mysterious circumstances before it made its first public appearance. Simply needing powerful mutants in the coming war, Magnus recruited twins for the Brotherhood after he rescued them from a mob of ignorant humans but was unaware that they would one day be presumed to be the children that Magda had hidden from him. Pietro soon wished to leave constantly, and Wanda disagreed with Magneto's evil ambitions, but Wanda felt that she owed Magneto her life, and Pietro would never leave her side. It was certain at this time that Magneto was in a psychotic and manic state, brought on by a combination of factors, including the overuse of his immense powers. On the anniversary of his liberation from the Vernichtungslager extermination camp, Charles Xavier, now a professor and confined to a wheelchair, met with Magneto in Auschwitz. Professor Xavier pleaded with Magneto that the actions he would set into motion were no different than what the Nazis did to him years earlier, but Magneto laughed and patronised the professor for claiming to lead mutants but being confined to a chair. Professor Xavier replied that he may have lost the use of his legs but not his heart, something Magneto could not say. 
After both men reminded each other that they had the power to destroy the other, Magneto left, with Professor Xavier hoping that he saw the error of his ways. Professor Xavier's original team of X-Men thwarted Magneto's first act of genetic terrorism in his war with humanity, the takeover of the Cape Citadel middle missile base. When they next clashed, Magneto overthrew the government of Santa Marco, setting himself up as absolute ruler and led his original Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which included Wanda and Pietro, now known as the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, not until years later would Magneto learn that they were allegedly his children. After the X-Men liberated Santa Marco, Magneto kidnapped Angel and the X-Men followed to Asteroid M. Asteroid M was destroyed in the battle with the X-Men when Scarlet Witch sabotaged a button designed to kill the X-Men. Later, while the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants battled the X-Men at Hammer Industries, Magneto and his troops withdrew from battle after the arrival of a Sentinel. Around this time, the Evolutionaries sought the help of Magneto and his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, viewing Magneto as the leader of all mutant kind. After the Brotherhood kidnapped Emma Frost, Magneto took her to Xavier's school for gifted youngsters to use Cerebro. Beast created a device that shut off their access to cosmic rays and accidentally killed two of the evolutionaries. When Cyclops vowed to protect mutant kind, the sole remaining evolutionary reluctantly left, but not before erasing the memory of their presence from the minds of the X-Men and Brotherhood and vowing to return one day. Magneto then attempted to recruit both the Thunder God Thor and the King of Atlantis Namor into his Brotherhood, but both refused. While convincing Namor, Magneto commandeered his Atlantean army and attacked, but was beaten by Namor and the Fantastic Four. The Blob was the next candidate for recruitment, but he ultimately declined to join after seeing the way Magneto mistreated his followers. Magneto briefly battled the Inhumans while attempting to use Black Bolt as an ally in assaulting a government research facility developing a new cosmic power source, but Black Bolt only pretended to succumb to Magneto's mind control device, and the royal family defeated Magneto. During an encounter with the enigmatic Stranger, Magneto and the Toad were captured and taken to the Stranger's homeworld for study. Shortly after, Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch joined a revamped version of the Avengers, led by Captain America. Magneto escaped from the planet on his own, leaving the Toad behind, but was then recaptured by the Stranger who had been warned by Professor X. Then, Magneto was accidentally returned to Earth by Dane Whitman and attempted to force Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver back into his Brotherhood. Magneto travelled with the twins to the United Nations building, where he demanded that mutants be given their own country. Quicksilver managed to send a distress call to the Avengers, and they joined the X-Men in defeating Magneto. As his island base was destroyed, Magneto was thrown from the escaping helicopter by Toad, tired of Magneto's constant abuse. 
seeming to perish, Magneto managed to escape a drowning death by using his magnetic powers to burrow through the Earth. Magneto retreated to the Savage Land and genetically altered the natives into the Savage Land mutates, who worshipped him as the creator. Here, he utilized the help of some of these natives to create a device that would permit him to channel energy to him. Investigating the supposed suicide of Sauron, the X-Men again stumbled upon Magneto's plans, and after Magneto revived Angel, they destroyed his machines and Citadel, seemingly killing him. By the way, this Sauron is not the same one as Lord of the Rings. The guy we're talking about here is a pterodactyl with mind control powers. Magneto survived due to a strange radiation in the Savage Land, and upon its resurrection, the X-Men battled him again. Magneto destroyed the X-Mansion and defeated the X-Men, but a distress call was sent to the Avengers. After capturing the Avengers also, Magneto controlled both groups to kidnap scientists to create atomic devices that would create for him an army of mutants to command. The heroes were saved after Vision used his powers to take possession of Piper and knocked Magneto unconscious. At one point, Magneto came across what seemed to be a treasure trove of alien records and scientific equipment, which had actually been left for him by the master geneticist Maelstrom. Using these resources, Magneto genetically engineered a being called Alpha the Ultimate Mutant, who rebelled against him and turned Magneto into an infant. Professor Xavier placed the baby into the care of his colleague, geneticist Dr. Moira McTaggart, at the Mutant Research Center on Muir Island. Dr. McTaggart tried to alter Magneto's genetic structure so his brain, his mind, would be able to handle the enormous energies he controlled and he wouldn't be driven insane again. Dr. McTaggart hoped, given time and the right upbringing, Magneto would grow up to become a better man. However, not long after the Shi'ar Davin Shikari, alias Eric the Red, returned Magneto to adulthood, albeit younger than before, Magneto thereafter had a series of battles with Professor Xavier's new team of X-Men. First, Magneto battled the X-Men for payment for Eric the Red restoring his age. Magneto later formed a new brotherhood comprised of Burner, Lifter, Peeper, Shocker, and Slither, but when they failed to capture the mutant with two bodies, known as Mr. One and Mr. Two, and lost to Captain America, Magneto abandoned this team. Magneto next found himself in Latveria, and was disgusted at the level of obedience that the citizens showed to Doctor Doom. After attacking Doom in his castle, Doom defeated Magneto, who propositioned they rule the world together. Doom declined and subjected Magneto to a mind-controlling neurogas. After administering the antidote, Doom suggested that Magneto attempt to stop him from controlling the world himself. Magneto travelled to the Avengers and briefly battled them before he informed them of Doom's plans. The Avengers were then ordered by Doom to kill Magneto. 
Magneto realized that Beast was fighting the control. After rescuing Beast and erasing the effects of the gas, Magneto and Beast went to the champions for assistance. Upon arriving, the champions also attacked the duo before they informed them of Doom's plans. They all travelled together to Washington DC and confronted Doom, who had the Hulk attack them. After the arrival of the champions, Ghost Rider shed the effects of the gas and aided the duo. Magneto was poised to defeat Doctor Doom until Doom reversed the effects of Magneto's powers and he withdrew from battle. Magneto later rescued the X-Men from Mesmero, who had controlled them to perform in a circus, and had them imprisoned by his robot Nanny, while he destroyed aerospace installations in Australia and New Zealand. Due to the rapid de-aging of Magneto by Eric the Red, Magneto's body had been healed of the damage he'd done to it by the overuse and abuse of his powers. His mind, however, had taken longer to heal, as his brain needed to rewire itself and the damage wasn't easily repaired. Therefore, after a brief time of more psychotic behaviour, Magneto began to calm down and think about his past. After Cyclops and Lee Forrester stumbled upon his island base in the Bermuda Triangle, Magneto decided that he would take control of all world governments and end the nuclear arms race, but the Soviet submarine Leningrad attacked him. After destroying the sub and all crew members aboard, Magneto, by sheer force of will, created a volcano in the city of Varakino, destroying it. Magneto battled the X-Men again, but underwent a crisis of consciousness after almost killing Jan Sprite, a fellow mutant and Jew, and abandoned his plans of world conquest. After finding the bodies of two murdered mutant children hanging from a swing set, Magneto rescued the X-Men from an attack by the Purifiers. After capturing their attackers, Magneto and the X-Men tortured them for information and rescued Kitty Pride, who was being pursued by purifiers. After arriving at Reverend William Stryker's base, Magneto and the X-Men rescued Cyclops and Storm, and Magneto resuscitated them. Professor X was taken to Madison Square Garden, where he was attached to a machine that, using his telepathy, would kill all living mutants. Magneto, with his psi-shielded helmet, distracted the Professor enough for the X-Men to destroy the machine. Televised, Cyclops entered into a debate with Stryker about his actions, and Stryker pulled a gun, attempting to kill Kitty. Before he could fire, Stryker was shot down by a police officer. Later at the X-Mansion, Professor X admitted that Magneto was right and began to accept his offer to join, until Scott stopped him and stated that he believed in the Professor's dream and would see it come true. Professor X then declined Magneto's offer, stating he would not leave his students. Magneto left, calling them fools. After rebuilding his space station, Magneto was among those that were teleported to an area of space-time near a galaxy far from the vicinity of Earth's. Similarly, a large number of costumed criminals, 
including the Absorbing Man, Doctor Doom, Doctor Octopus, the Enchantress, Kane, the Lizard, Molecule Man, Ultron, the Wrecker, and the Wrecking Crew, as well as the planet devourer Galactus, found themselves in another construct within this same area of space-time. Aboard the constructs, the passengers watched in awe as the galaxy nearest to them was annihilated by an unseen force, except for a single star. Then, before their eyes, a planet, which became known as Battleworld, was created to orbit that star. Finally, a rift opened in space-time from which poured a blinding light, and the passengers within the constructs heard a voice telling them, I am from beyond. Stay your enemies, and all you desire shall be yours. Nothing you dream of is impossible for me to accomplish. The passengers were then sent to Battleworld. There, over the next several days, they engaged in a secret war among themselves. Most of the criminals sought to destroy the heroic adventurers in order to gain the prize that the Beyonder had promised. The heroes saw Magneto as a villain, and he decided to stay out of the direct conflicts and became a third party, creating his own fortress. The bizarre circumstances caused Magneto to think of what he and humans had in common, surprising the longtime mutant supremacist. After battling the heroes for their power supply, Magneto kidnapped and seemingly seduced the Wasp. Later, Magneto took responsibility of watching Galactus's movements. After Professor X noticed Galactus was attempting to feed on Battleworld, the X-Men and the heroes battled him. During this time, Magneto was mostly allied with the X-Men, after Doctor Doom absorbed energy from Galactus and the Beyonder and killed all of the heroes, Mr. Fantastic revived them all. After the Beyonder regained his powers, he and Doom disappeared and the heroes willed themselves back to Earth. After being returned to Asteroid M, the arrival of Warlock crashing through his space station sent Magneto plummeting to Earth. Magneto landed in the ocean, where he was saved from a shark attack by Cyclops' ex-lover, Lee Forrester. Lee took Magneto to his old base in the Bermuda Triangle and nursed him back to health, despite his distaste for humans. Lee warmed Magneto's heart by saving his life, and the two became lovers. On the following day, Lee was reminded of the monster that Magneto once was and left him. Around this time, the Mutant Registration Act was passed that called for all mutants to register with the government, forfeiting their civil rights and making it illegal to be an unregistered mutant. Feeling the return of the Beyonder, Magneto once again joined forces with the X-Men. This time, due to Professor Xavier's weakened state from being attacked by a group of mutant haters, Magneto temporarily joined the team. Magneto began using the alias Michael Xavier to avoid detection from authorities. Completely out of character, Magneto stopped Rachel Summers from killing a human that shot at her, stating that she would only prove them right, that mutants are murderers. While visiting the National Holocaust Memorial with Shadowcat, 
Kitty was amazed to learn that Magneto knew her grand aunt and saved many lives in Auschwitz. Suddenly, Magneto was attacked by the Freedom Force and gave himself up for trial by the World Court. Magneto's old friend Gabriel Haller was his defense attorney, and Sir James Jaspers prosecuted him. The trial was disrupted by an attack from Fenris, the twin children of Baron von Strucker, and Professor Xavier was almost killed. As Professor Xavier lay dying, the Shi'ar magistrix Lalandra Neramani appeared so she could take him into outer space to be healed by their science. At this point, Professor Xavier begged Magneto to take over for him and be headmaster of the school for gifted youngsters for the New Mutants, and Magneto began splitting his time between being a member of the X-Men and teacher for the New Mutants. With the X-Men, Magneto again battled the Beyonder. Later, Rachel Summers, the Phoenix, decided to simply destroy the entire universe and have it all start over without the Beyonder. Phoenix stole the life force of the X-Men and Starjammers, but Storm's soul convinced her otherwise. After hearing the thoughts of every living being in existence, Phoenix returned the X-Men and Starjammers to life. This event also made Magneto rethink his methods of genocide for a greater good. While the X-Men rebuilt San Francisco after the battle with the Beyonder, the New Mutants were obliterated from existence by the virtually omnipotent Beyonder, and then recreated by him. Angry that Magic refused his gift of her power being transferred to Shadowcat to use them as guinea pigs. In being recreated, the New Mutants somehow lost much of the proficiency in using their superhuman powers that they had learned at Professor Xavier's school, and seemed detached. In time, Magneto's fears, insecurities, paranoia, and temperament slowly began to get the best of him, and he was emotionally persuaded by Empath into having the New Mutants join the Hellions to see if the White Queen could help. Upon realizing the manipulation, Magneto raced to rescue the children and was attacked along the way by the Avengers, believing Magneto was planning to kidnap the children. After the New Mutants arrived to rescue Magneto, he and Emma worked together to cure the children of their trauma at the hands of the Beyonder. After being turned into ex-babies by Mojo, the X-Men battled the New Mutants until they were broken of their brainwashing and defeated the Spineless One. At this time, Magneto was offered a position in the Hellfire Club, and upon entering the building, he recognized that X-Factor were in fact the original X-Men. Magneto left the building unsure. The X-Men later attempted to rescue the Morlocks after Mr. Sinister's marauders began to indiscriminately massacre them. Magneto was charged by Storm to stay at the mansion, watch over the new mutants, and tend to the wounded. Colossus was injured by Riptide's shurikens, which caused energy leaks in Colossus's body without penetrating his armored skin. Magneto used his powers to mend the wounds, but Pyotr was left in a state of temporary paralysis. 
The new mutants wandered into the tunnels to help at the same time Thor created an enormous burial fire for the murdered Morlocks, and the new mutants were thought dead as well. After being propositioned, Magneto later joined the Hellfire Club as co-white king of the Inner Circle at Storm's behest, and accepted Havoc as a member of the X-Men. The union between the Hellfire Club and the X-Men would give the X-Men access to all of the Hellfire Club's government secrets and protect the schools if the Marauders were to attack again. Unwilling to watch her die, Magneto went to Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic of the Fantastic Four, to use a device that Reed had built to save Shadowcat. Unsure of the outcome, Mr. Fantastic refused to help Kitty, even after the X-Men begged him, and the X-Men and Fantastic Four briefly battled after Human Torch burned Storm's arm. At that time, Doctor Doom presented his assistance, and under duress, Storm accepted. At the urging of Franklin Richards, Kitty was cured by the combined efforts of Doctor Doom and Mr. Fantastic. After learning that pieces of his space station, Asteroid M, had fallen to Earth, Magneto left the X-Men to travel to Kampuchea on his own and retrieve the technology in it. Magneto was intercepted by the Avengers and the X-Men arrived to aid him before the Super Soldiers and Crimson Dynamo arrived. The three teams fought over Magneto and in the confusion, the X-Men slipped away with him. Magneto left the X-Men again to get the tech on the space station, and after finding it, began wearing his old helmet again. After the Avengers showed again, the X-Men came to Magneto's aid and they left with his tech while destroying the rest of Asteroid M. After arriving in Singapore, the team took a Dutch freighter and were boarded by the super soldiers while at sea. Fearing that he was endangering the team, Magneto again left the X-Men. Arriving back in Singapore, Magneto was sheltered by an underground group of mutants and brought to Galeria, where they asked him to lead them against human oppression. After Magneto informed them that he was no longer that man, soldiers burst in and began firing, and Magneto saved them. Magneto then went to the X-Men and Avengers and revealed his technology, a device in his helmet that would mix with his magnetic powers and give him control over any mind he chose. Magneto declared that he had modified the circuitry to remove all traces of prejudice, particularly toward mutants, from the collective minds of the human race and not to rule them. After using the device on Captain America, Magneto learned that Cap never hated mutants and agreed to go on trial again. Magneto was once again defended by Gabriel Haller and prosecuted by Sir James Jaspers in Paris. After fearing that his death would spark a war between mutants and humans, Magneto called his helmet from Singapore to Paris and used it on one of the judges, Alexander Gilbert de Mortier, who acquitted him of his crimes in the world court. Magneto destroyed the helmet and returned to his position as headmaster of the Xavier School, attempting to connect more with his students. After learning 
that they had returned as well. Magneto notably connected with Ileana Rasputin, who had lost her brother Colossus, best friend Shadowcat, and control over her realm Limbo after the attack of the Marauders. Magneto also grounded the new mutants for their impulsive, reckless behaviour. While at a Hellfire Club with the new mutants, and after hearing about the mistreatment of an animal creature after capture, the new mutants abducted Birdbrain, and after returning home, Magma decided to return to the Massachusetts Academy. Following an incident at a mall, Magneto decided to turn over Birdbrain to the authorities, but after Cypher began to speak with it, the new mutants convinced him that Birdbrain could be taught and remain at the mansion. Magneto awoke one night to the return of Sunspot and Warlock, but the disappearance of the new mutants. Magneto ordered Sunspot and Warlock to stay put while he used the technology at the Hellfire Club to locate the new mutants. While at the Hellfire Club, Magneto witnessed X-Factor's battle with Apocalypse and the current X-Men die on television. When the children returned, they informed Magneto that Cypher was killed in action by the animator. A furious Magneto magnetically held the children and forbade them from ever leaving the school without his presence or using their powers, stating that he needed to protect them. Retreating to Limbo, Ileana returned in her Dark Childe form with her Soul Sword and attacked Magneto, stating that she was wrong about him being her knight in shining armor. The new mutant separated them, and she returned the sword to Limbo. Magneto blamed himself for Doug Ramsey's death, as well as Homo sapiens, and contacted Doug's parents, telling them Doug was killed while the students were on a field trip in a hunting accident, while cursing Professor Xavier for leaving him in his position. Magneto's temper rose daily, threatening the new mutants that if they would not follow his demands, he would make them. After Mirage interrupted a training session of cannonballs, Magneto ordered the children never to use their mutant powers without his permission, a fact that Sunspot immediately defied and stated that Magneto didn't give him their powers and they could use them as they pleased. After scolding Sunspot, Magneto received a call from Emma Frost, stating that Magma had been kidnapped. Magneto, the White Queen, and the Inner Circle left to rescue Magma, unaware that the New Mutants had already rescued her, and overheard Magneto stating that the Purifiers had almost foiled their plan for Magma. After allowing Cannonball to attend his girlfriend's concert, after he promised not to use his powers, Magneto, on the phone with the White Queen, was overheard again by the New Mutants, stating that he was prepared for the events to come and willing to go as far as using power neutralizers, an act that angered the New Mutants. They left to aid Cannonball with a battle that broke out at Lila Cheney's concert. Responding to his summons at the Hellfire Club, Magneto donned his old helmet and a similar red and purple suit and attended the meeting. Leader Sebastian Shaw berated Magneto for his students' rash actions, but the White Queen came to his defense. 
The Inner Circle battled a rain of demons that descended upon Manhattan from a portal in Times Square. After the portal was closed, the Inner Circle was approached by the demon Nastir, who offered a truce with the Hellfire Club and proposed that if they would allow him Manhattan, he would give them the rest of the world. The New Mutants witnessed Magneto and the Inner Circle meeting with Nastir and lost all trust in him. After the defeat of the demons, Shaw argued with Magneto for his lack of control over his student Ileana and the demon invasion as a result. Magneto and Shaw began to fight, arguing which path that mutants should follow, ending in disagreement. Returning to the school, Magneto and the Inner Circle arrived just in time to save the new mutants from the marauder, Sabretooth, who explained that Mr. Sinister destroyed the mansion. Magneto was shocked and angry to learn that Ileana had become a child again to stop the demonic invasion, and Sunspot instigated a battle between the Inner Circle and the New Mutants, until Magneto trapped all of the New Mutants in a metal ball. Shaw accused Magneto of having lost all of the control of the Hellfire Club had petitioned his membership for, and the two battled. Magneto stated that he joined the X-Men, led the New Mutants, and entered the Hellfire Club to build a foundation for control and peace among mutant kind. Magneto said that the teams were to be his army against the coming war between humans and mutants, and the New Mutants heard it all. After defeating Shaw, Shaw stated to the other Inner Circle members that if Magneto stayed, he would not and was voted out of the Inner Circle. Magneto declared himself Grey King, both Black King and White King, and allowed the New Mutants to leave, stating that in time, they would find his way right. Wanting a contingency plan if things didn't work out with the Hellfire Club, Magneto rebuilt a fancier version of Asteroid M, Magneto left the New Mutants so he could play villain again for the world. He would explain to Dr. McTaggart so the world would focus on him as the highest profile mutant terrorist. Magneto felt he could not be a substitute for Professor Charles Xavier, that he could not adopt Professor Xavier's methods, and that Professor Xavier's way was not his way exactly what he decides to do with that knowledge, you will have to find out in part two of Magneto's history. Yes, Magneto does have a very long history and backstory filled with uh, a lot of personal drive. He really does do what he believes to be the right thing, and Back in the days of comics, that was actually quite an unusual thing for villains to do. Ones that actually genuinely think what they're doing is the right thing, which is what makes him such a good villain. But you'll have to see where his story ends up in the next episode of Have a Good One. And until then, have a good one.